one of the central points of this gospel is the compassion of Jesus. When you visit the Holy Land, there is this spot near Jerusalem. You can see the whole city from there. And, and there's a chapel in that spot called Dominus Flevit, the Lord wept. According to the tradition, that was the spot where Jesus was standing when he looked over the city and wept over it. Now, if you think of it, we don't have many passages in the gospel that depict Jesus crying. In fact, there's only two of them, when he wept over the death of Lazarus and this one. I think it's good to take these two cases as a commentary on the beatitude. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. It's been said that the life of Jesus is the best commentary on the Beatitudes. And maybe if you want to know why there's a blessedness in weeping, because that's quite counterintuitive, really, we need to look at, at the Lord himself. In both of these cases, Jesus is crying not over himself, but over someone else. He's crying because of the death of his friend Lazarus and the pain of people who have lost him. And then he's crying over the future destruction of Jerusalem, especially because they had rejected him as the true Messiah. Now, thinking of these two instances, it calls your attention right away that Jesus never cries over things that are done to him. And there are many of those. There seems to be very little room in, in his mind for self-pity and complaining about the situation. Even in this particular case, which was a rejection of him, he's not lamenting over Jerusalem because of him, because he is the one who has been rejected. Rather, it pains him that people in Jerusalem will have to suffer all these evils because they have rejected God. So what motivates Jesus is his love for the Father and his love for other people. That's what was behind his tears. So as you meditate in this passage, I encourage you to imagine the scene. It's a very striking scene. Think of, contemplate Jesus looking over the city and weeping. We normally don't imagine the Lord in this situation, but he's weeping. And what do you see in his heart, in his mind, as he weeps? And then what are the instances in which he, he could have cried and lamented and did not? Now then think about yourself. What are the things that you usually lament or even cry about? Uh, is that lamenting of yours Christ-like? What's behind those tears? What is behind those lamentations?